Welcome to High Dork, the podcast where three normal-ass dudes sit around and talk about anything they find on the internet, headlines, news, current events, just three normal-ass dudes giving their non-expert opinion about whatever we find. This is High Dork. Welcome back to High Dork. As always, I'm Finn, alongside Hearn and Neil, and we are back for episode six, where we're going to discuss some headlines that we found all over the internet for this week. So without further ado, welcome back, gentlemen. What do we got this week? What's up, dude? Uh, what's up? What do we got? There's a lot of shit out there, dog. This is a really <laughs> yeah, a busy, busy week. We, we recorded late for last week. But we were back on track this week because we were like, yo, let's... It was a good news cycle for a short week. Yeah, for the couple days. Because we went online on Friday just to let everybody know, like, that you could have that, you know, funny, awesome little podcast you listen to, like, on your Friday, either morning or lunch, that makes your Friday that much more better. Um, and so we, were, we didn't think... We didn't know how many news, good news pieces were going to be out there, but... Turned out there was a lot of great news articles. Out Hit there. the fucking jackpot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the best part is, is like, I, there wasn't much on like Saturday and Sunday, but like between Monday and today, it, it's just been. Dude, what if for an hour we just talk about how good the news cycle was and never get to the stories? <laughs> that would be. <laughs> Dude, we did like a ranking system on yeah. yeah. You guys will not believe how good the stories we found were. <laughs> and we just do that and then we. <laughs> so good. All right, I got one, man. Yeah, let's uh, it's go. topical and important. So, uh, somebody found the cure for COVID, uh, and by found the cure, I mean the CEO of My Pillow claimed that he knows the cure, that he's totally immune from getting COVID or from spreading it to people. <laughs> and he went, he went on Anderson Cooper's show, and Anderson Cooper kind of like clowned him for a long time and asked him how he sleeps with himself. Uh, and I wasn't even going to cover, you know, this wacko who d- clearly does not have the cure for COVID, but he's pretty great, dude. He's got a sweet standalone mustache, and he combs his hair straight to the left. And uh, he used to be addicted to crack, and he got, went through a number of different businesses. <laughs> you guys will like how he became successful. So uh, he used to do a lot of crack. Uh, he dropped out of college. He dropped out of the University of Minnesota, and he was working two jobs. One was at a grocery store, and he got fired from the grocery store. For crack? Um, no one knows. He said that he didn't get along with the manager, and I was like, all right, that's a very general, you didn't get along because you were smoking crack, or like, you didn't get along because right. he was like rude. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't know why. So he started a carpet cleaning business that obviously didn't go anywhere. Uh, he tried to be a professional card counter in Las Vegas, and uh, he started screaming at one of the dealers because he said he was double dealing him, and then they threw him out of the casino. And I- <laughs> That sounds like a hern drunk story. Dude, this guy's the best. Like, he's straight up the best. <laughs> And as he was telling this, well, I was reading it, but the double dealing story sounds to me like he doesn't know how to count cards. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go count cards in blackjack. And then he was losing and he thought the guy was cheating, but he just I doesn't know, know how to do it. Ace in there. <laughs> I already saw one ace. And they're like, all right, man, that's not how it works. So you guys won't believe all this, the shit this guy did. So he tried to raise pigs for what? Who knows? Uh, but they all broke out of the pen in a residential area. Did you go to his fucking Wikipedia page? Dude, it's a whole article <laughs> this about is how... all in the article? <laughs> Dude, it's a whole article about how he made it. I love everything about this guy. Oh, yeah. Do you, have more, all... do you have more of those headlines? Up? Like, 
and I'm learning a couple more of them will go through it so he started a lunch wagon business that didn't go anywhere that one's not as funny I think that's a good (laughs) like a paletta cart or you know like a a food cart or like a lunch wagon yeah like a food truck okay Oh, okay. Sorry. Lunch wagon is what they called it in the article, but I've seen them. We had food trucks. You know, they'll cruise yeah, yeah. by downtown, they'll park, and then you go buy. When we you say buy wagon, your lunch. I think a guy like fucking, especially a guy who <laughs> raised pigs. Yeah, like pulling. A red flyer wagon with like rotten food on the back, asking people if they want anything to eat. <laughs> like, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I then, can't even give an opinion. I'm cracking up. Then he became a bartender. And he said, this is his words now. This is a quote from the CEO of MyPillow. Probably wasn't a real good idea because I was an addict at the time. A pretty hardcore cocaine addict. (laughs) So then he was having trouble sleeping and he hated his pillow. And uh, (laughs) he he had a dream. And in the middle of the night, he woke up at like 2 a.m. And uh, he wrote MyPillow everywhere in the kitchen and all over the house. What? A pillow that would hold its shape. So uh, he was on crack. He was still addicted to crack at the time, by the way. And uh, he went and taught himself how to sew, made a pillow. And uh, he's worth, I think, like $300 million now. This pillow took off. Wow. Uh, he, got, he got fined for misleading advertising because they would show commercials like, get this pillow, it'll stop snoring and cure cancer. You know, like they would just make crazy claims that aren't yeah, true. Like but COVID? <laughs> Yeah, he found the cure for COVID recently, but I just loved this guy's. Oh, I, I went to the MyPillow website, and he's just hugging this pillow. And, man, am I jealous of this pillow. I mean, I'm jealous. Like, damn, dude. Like, three mil- $300 million is his worth. I think so. I'll, I'll look it up. I don't want to get that like, wrong, but he's fucking rich. He's super rich. The fuck what you think about my COVID cure? I have $300 million. Oh, dude, I mean, I thought part of the cool part about the story was that, like, <laughs> like just the, the the hard work pays off concept. Like, this I'm dude was dog. fucking, Never like, dog, man. this dude was, like, every business. He would just start a new business. All the hogs would get out and terrorize the neighborhood. He'd be like, all right, that didn't work, and he'd start another business. Like, <laughs> he would just keep going. I really hope that he, like, told his buddies. He's like, guys, I, I got a plan. I'm going to go card count in Vegas, and I'm going to be a bazillionaire i'm like oh yeah and he's like yep and he like tries to like raise funds to like get out to vegas or something and they're like oh you, you know how to count cards he's like yeah yeah i do and then he like <laughs> comes back it's like what happened he's like yeah they, he's like they had four aces who knew dude i i, I googled him and he is worth 300 million and you brought up a good point about the card counting thing like I guarantee when he had this my pillow idea, he was running around because he's a fucking con artist. But <laughs> I guarantee he was running around yelling like, you know, hey, invest in this. I got the best pillow anybody's ever thought of or whatever. And people were probably like, Jesus, Mike, shut up! Like you're such a weirdo. Yeah. And now they're probably at home like, like, holy shit! Well, <laughs> like he reminds me of someone you know we were in the core with. I can't say his name just because there's some crazy stuff going on. Um, but like, yeah, like this guy. I mean, he. But like so. I think he has some mental health issues, but before they really were popping up, like before, like it, they kind of, uh, I don't know, like got worse or whatever. He he would, I swear, change. He'd have an idea about something like every other week, and he would like, oh, I'm gonna grow tomatoes in the barracks and sell them to people in front of Subway, or I'm gonna invent a squeegee for aircraft windows, or like just a bunch of random stuff. 
Um, but like lately, um, before he kicked me off of his Facebook for what he says is being a Muslim terrorist, um, <laughs> he was trying to collect uh, feces from different animals. Um, we don't know why, um, but he said it was a. Uh, he, he told people to invest in his ideas, uh, and that was well, one of his ideas. Just to be clear, he also just makes broad. Like some of his ideas are like he can provide f- totally free energy, free education, and free healthcare. Like those aren't necessarily ideas so much as like, like yeah. <laughs> just free just, energy. It doesn't explain. I guarantee. I guarantee someone. That's what I mean. I guarantee someone missed a shot at buying twenty five percent of my pillow or whatever. I guarantee he pitched it to people. It was, it was probably his grandma. She invested in all his other businesses, and she's like, "All right, like." there's no way this is it i'm not i'm not investing in your pillow she's like we tried the pigs we tried your lunch wagon and they all failed i mean i got a really good idea if you guys want to invest in it for sex toys that don't change shape or that do change shape actually is it called dill dolls or like it's like mr potato head but it's just a dick let's let's hear this out (laughs) i'm a little confused about the do and don't change shape idea (laughs) but <laughs> there, I, there's so many sex toys that are already out there that I've kind of read or seen, but I don't know, man. I think a, like making a dope sex toy would be a pretty good business venture if you did the research. Oh, with like interchangeable parts that you could like share with friends. No, I mean one or just like one that you can share, like as, like as partners, <laughs> like a uh, like a double sided dildo, double which already side. exists. <laughs> <Yeah>. Are you? <laughs> No, I mean, what if this bad boy had two sides on it? Her standing in the living room, or a quadruple side? Yeah, it's just a helicopter propeller. It's like, watch it spin. This thing has four hundred horsepower. (laughs) No, I just thought it'd be cool, like to like design it, design them, make them like with all the technology out there now, like fucking operate it with your fucking smartphone. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure there's something there. I don't. You didn't do any research. You I mean, said it changes shape. No, no. I saw. So. I, read a, I read an article about a guy who, basically, the process that he went through to get a, something to the market that was fucking profitable and like successful, compared to what you said the fucking my pillow guy went through to get his fucking shit to the market. Yeah, I'm just like I don't know. Dude, the guy's kind of a beast. I mean, he's a yeah. fucking maniac, and he does not have the cure to COVID, but. Like, but uh, dude, that's adversity. Like, that's you know what I'm saying. Like, that's fucking dope. Yeah, like he just kept starting businesses. He is funny, nobody could like, stop him. I wanted. So, what did they say that it was? Like, was it a, like a medicine he invented, or was it like? No. So there's this thing called. Uh, actually, that's a good point. So it's oleander something. Uh, oleander's a plant. Oleandrin. That's what it is. It's like an extract of this super poisonous plant. So the plant itself is toxic. Like, if you eat a leaf, it can kill you. Also, on a general note. If you ever run into a guy with a standalone mustache and he tells you he has the cure for something, I mean, he just doesn't. You can just be safe and know that he does not have the cure for anything. Yeah, but in fairness, if you die, you can't get COVID. So maybe he's like, hey, if you eat this plant, you I don't won't know, get man. COVID. I, know, I don't know if we've talked about Wim Hof, but um, yes. that guy has that breathing method. Or it might have been on the previous. Oh, yeah, I, I think um, it was. Structured, but... He actually, they injected him with Ebola, and he basically used his mind to, like, not get Ebola. Well, I mean, he's in excellent shape, and he probably oh, no, has a great I'm saying, immune but, yeah, system. Yeah, his immune system is yeah. really fucking awesome, but, yeah. like... There even, really are people who won't get COVID. They're either too yeah, immune yeah. and it'll be asymptomatic, or 
you know, they'll have just, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, they won't get it. They'll but have Dr. Th- Pillow's fucking This guy just takes, <laughs> this guy's just taking some pill, and he claims he's totally... <laughs> I'm putting a, a parachuting one capsule uh, into my... Uh, but also, like, this pillow hour. is $70. Yeah, it's probably why he has $300 million fucking dollars. Dude, I mean, everything is marketing, right? Like... Oh, yeah. You just... Because no shit, whatever pillow you buy is not worth $70. But you just have to convince somebody that it is worth $70. And then... All right, hear me out, fellas. I got an idea. A sex toy pillow? (laughs) But a a double-sided sex toy pillow. that is not a fucking bad idea, bro. I mean, it depends on what you mean by a sex toy pillow. Well, so, dude, like... Like you can just bang the pillow and then go to sleep on it? Yes, yes. Okay. One, you can bang the pillow. Two, but like people love putting the pillow between their legs when they go to bed. That's the thing. Just a vibrating pillow. Google it. Yeah. I think I see where you're going with this. You say, oh man, my knees, I just got to get comfortable. But then you start banging the pillow. (laughs) And Julia's like, what are you doing? I'm just getting comfortable. Mind your own business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sweating for (laughs) peace. <laughs> and Julia's at work and she's like, it takes her in a really long time to fall asleep now. <laughs> he tosses and turns for like. And I just make like the sound, like, ah, what's going on over there? <laughs> That's a million dollar idea, guys. We should. Don't come fucking moseying around whenever it fucking hits gold and it's worth $300 million. A $90 pillow and then Hearn's on CNN talking about it. What made you think about this? Yeah. Hearn goes on Anderson Cooper. He's like, this cures everything. I mean, Anderson Cooper, I didn't want to play a clip or go through that part because Mike Lindell's way more interesting, but Anderson Cooper went in on him. Like, he was. it's yeah. clear this guy doesn't know what he's talking uh, about. Yeah, like it's... Yeah, man, pick on the on the weak guy. Like I'm not, I'm horrible at debating, but like, yeah, like you can't. You know, there's something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you have an advantage over this guy. He's coming on your newscast. You have a bunch of producers. Like you're not a big fucking dope dot guy who roasts this guy. Like, granted, what he's spreading is probably kind of bogus or whatever. But like, smart people should know. And if they're not, then fuck them. In my opinion, honestly, like if I had to pick, like just ranking, like if I had to rank Anderson Cooper. Or Mike Lindell, I'd be like, dude, Anderson Cooper never woke up on crack at 2 a.m. and came up with my pillow. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know where you're coming exactly. at me with this Anderson Cooper guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy's dope. Uh, his his website looks like a bunch of coupons on a web page, and it's really enjoyable. Dude, he's clearly a grifter. I mean, <laughs> but he hustled and he made a fuck ton of money. So a coupon for my pillow. Uh, buy one get one free. Oh, Hearn, you want to go in? Um, That's thirty five bucks for my pillow. I'm good. I don't like pillows that don't change their form. If it stays cool, <laughs> I'm down. But outside of that, I... it either needs to stay cool or Hearn needs to be able to have sex with it. Those are the only yeah. types of pillows that <laughs> Hearn's interested one, in purchasing. Okay. Number one, you can have sex with any pillow. So <laughs> yeah, with the right attitude, yes, yeah. you can have sex with almost anything. Uh, I need I need a special pillow to fuck it. Okay, Hearn. 
<laughs> what else what? we got? <laughs> you, you're, you try to shoot a joke and then it fucking didn't fire and you're like, oh, her. Fucking her ruined her. this for me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying that you're like a pillow snob. Be like, oh, it doesn't vibrate. I can't fuck this. Uh, I thought you were like, like trying to go for something and it didn't work out. Like, No, no. Dude, that dude. <laughs> dude, talking shit about inferior pillows to have sex with would be a fucking dope infomercial. Like you show a guy like uh, boringly having sex with a normal pillow, and he's like, "Ugh!" And they're like, "Does this ever happen to you?" Like, Trying to bang your boring old pillow. <laughs> but I just keep poking the wall. Yeah, and it cuts to like Hearn's new crazy pillows, <laughs> just like vibrating on yeah. the podium. Around. It goes flying off the bed. It's vibrating hard. <laughs> Uh, funny, funny, funny. But uh, let's oh, get man. this shit moving with some more topics. Yeah, what else we got? Oh, uh, I got, I got one for you. Uh, Stacy, Stacy Dash. Um, she got popular by playing someone in the movie Clueless from the nineties. Um, and the headline is: Stacy Dash's estranged husband claims he was hypnotized into marrying her in annulment filing. Um, so in a court filing. Uh, Mar- Marty is her estranged husband's name. He he wanted the court to grant a speedy annulment. So in his claim, he said he was hypnotized by Dash's pastor uh, when the pastor unexpectedly claimed that it was God's will for those two to tie the knot. Um, so I don't know how hypnotism works, but I didn't think it was just a pastor saying something and then that's how it worked. Yeah, (laughs) offhanded comments aren't exactly hypnosis. Yeah, I've been hypnotized, and I have hypnotized people, and it doesn't only works like that. But hold the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have a ton of explaining to do. This is (laughs) so. Yeah, at the VA, I was hypnotized, and uh, it fucking worked. And so, like, I knew, I kind of knew what the like how they kind of lead you into it like they like basically like control your breathing make you count back make you think about like memories of or like make you think about like light and like breathing and fresh air and stuff like that and then they that's basically a way for them to calm you down or whatever but i also if you're talking about hypnotize someone um uh this girl got an anxiety attack and so i just used basically what they used on me when i was having an anxiety attack and it fucking worked and like calmed her down and like basically like it's not like when you think of uh, hypnosis it's at least when I did it and what it, it was done to me it wasn't like now fucking grab your dick and jump off a bridge and they do it it's more of like <laughs> <laughs> it's more of like calming people down like getting where do I find that hypnotist down. I was gonna no, say so you just have wait. a lame ass therapist <laughs> hey, uh, you need a- <laughs> so I'm from a, a place called Angleton Texas uh, which is a, in a little county called Brazoria County and they have a Brazoria County Fair every year, and there's a hypnotist there uh, who basically gets like 15 people to come on, 10 people to come on stage, has them sit down, and they, he hypnotizes them, and he has them do stupid shit like balk like a chicken or like fucking flap your arms around, and they do it, dude. Like, yeah, it's I, crazy. I've, I've seen those videos and those like shows, but like, do you think it actually works? Yeah, for sure. Like, you think that if I let someone hypnotize me and they're like, bark, bark like a dog, I wouldn't have enough control to say no. 
Well, the control part is what matters. I think some people are... I mean, you have to be willing is what yeah. it, is where I'm going yeah. with this. If you're just fucking stubborn no, fuck and you're pretend no, no. if you're pretending to go through all the steps and you're the whole time you're super alert and you're like no fuck this guy of course it's not gonna work like you can stop anything no but i, I would be open to getting hypnotized yeah and I, and that's like, why i think it would work on you i think the, the hypnosis part is like it relaxes you it calms you down and then when, when you're getting the commands your mind isn't just like free like wait what the fuck am i doing you're just like fucking doing it and then when you snap out of it it just it was it just seems so like yeah like it's 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 a if you should try it man like it's very like there's a, a lot of people do it within like therapy and stuff like that but like overall i think like yeah like if you don't believe it try it out so how how long does this last well they that's well at least when i when i was in like the therapy piece was just uh they'll count you out of it like after they'll talk you through it. it's the same thing you can go on youtube and you can look up uh sleep no uh, okay so so sorry what, what i was going with this was it say this man was hypnotized into marrying this woman it would have to it would have had to oh be yeah i don't know like <laughs> uh within like the same hour right i i don't know but what it's what it sounds like happened is her pastor was like oh god wants you to, to, to get married and then like a bunch of days later, they ended up getting married, and now he's well, like, "Oh no, that like, guy hypnotized." I mean, how? Me. Maybe he went through some ceremony where, like, his mind was like clear, or like, like. Uh, I just watched a documentary on ayahuasca. That shit changes your can change your whole like perspective and outlook on life, and so like I can imagine like, and granted it's a drug, it's a psychedelic, but like, I don't think it would be too hard to tap into that kind of same like feeling in your brain if you have like some good ther- like some good like hypno hypnosis therapy or basically you know you yeah like you're like yeah i should i should marry stacy dash he probably yeah. got hypnotized by her titties but stacy is amazing ayahuasca exactly. is uh so i think in the amazon it's like an edible form of not edible like a drinkable form of dmt they like make it out of herbs and like some kind yeah. of tea and it makes you vomit like crazy but the only reason i knew about it is i saw like this cool documentary about uh all these like veterans with like severe PTSD and not just PTSD from like violence, like from, you know, sexual trauma or whatever, they'd go down to the Amazon and do this ceremony with like, you know, a shaman, like a guy who's been doing this. Like he learned to do it from, a, you know, another old guy who learned to do it, like tracing back, you know, a thousand years of a tradition. And like, you know, it's nuts, man. Like these people, I mean, you know, it could just be a mental thing, but either way, when they get back, they claim they're changed, like, entirely. Like, yeah, it totally changes their mind. On un- Unwellness, it's a new one on Netflix, and it basically goes into, like, the good and bad. Like, they claim ayahuasca works. I, We're giving I you om- both perspectives of, like... I of almost that. started that show today. Well, um, I, I watched it out of order, because I was like, some of them were stupid, like, breast milk or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, so... So I saw it, and then what ended up happening was I got hooked on Teenage Bounty Hunters, which is a phenomenal show. Oh, I was going to watch that. But back to ayahuasca. <laughs> no, but uh, but the whole ayahuasca one was, yeah, like the PTSD stuff. They had a couple people in there for that. They had a dude that was like uh, – had like attempted murder charges. Um, but the, co- the crazy thing was is that like ayahuasca, like one, it's mixed with another thing to like make the, the, the brew that makes it like – hallucinogenic um but the traditional way of how they used it is that you would just go there and the shaman would drink it and you wouldn't drink it at all and then they would walk go walk you through the 
kind of like the, the ritual of it, like the ritual of that. Uh, and you wouldn't be high and you'd just be like, this is lame. Um, but then like Westerners like were like, nah, fuck that. Like we want to really, we want to do this. So they started doing it and they started getting like real, real, like, you know, like having the, the, the moments, the purge, the vomiting, they call it, they feel lighter from that. And then what's crazy, there's a guy from Canada uh, who was taking a bunch this is what they talk about too about taking SRIs while also doing ayahuasca that's like dangerous as fuck where he was taking SRIs he's taking a bunch of different depression medicine and when he went down there he actually got really fucked up and killed a fucking shaman and went after he killed a shaman like the next day the fucking townspeople dragged his ass out in the village and hung his ass and then that's what it got national attention basically because you know that uh, the the Canadian was murdered by the local townspeople, and they were pissed off because like they're like, "Well, no one cares about the locals here; they just care about the fucking Canadian or whatever." But I thought it was very interesting. It's really dope, though. I know it's way off of the Stacey Dash. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude, I know it's way off from the Stacey Dash. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. Getting hit, <laughs> husband getting hit with it. What is there like any money involved in this? Like, why does he want to expedite the event? Um, there was they they first filed for divorce in June after she was nine months after she was arrested for an alleged domestic violence incident with Marty. Um, <laughs> so I, he's probably just tired of getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> domestic violence is not a joke. But God damn it. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, it's funny as long as no, the woman's like, beaten up I mean, the guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I it's mean, directionally I, funny. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I mean, especially Stacey Dash. I mean, did you see her in Clueless? She's like thin as fuck. Yeah, but you seen this guy? Yeah, but, I mean, wouldn't... Just, dude, just be like... You should just... Yeah, he's no me. Mike Lindell. He should just be like, hey, she abuses me. I, I want a divorce. If that's the case, right? Like, yeah. So like, that's 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 the part that gets me is there was there was a domestic violence in- incident back in uh, nine months after she was arrested. There were no charges filed, but she was arrested for it. So whatever happened, she, she either hit him, attacked him, or things got on hand in some way, shape, or form, and now. He wants to speed up the process, so he's just like, oh, I was hypnotized. And he thinks the judge is just going to be like, done, you're divorced. Yeah. <laughs> On basis of hypnosis. <laughs> I can't believe they did that to you. Marriage annulled. You were like, oh, wow, Stacey Dash is interested in me. And then you get married. <laughs> she fucking slaps your ass around a little bit. You realize that this was not the relationship you wanted and why she picked you in the first place. And just say that. Just be like, yo, that's what it is. Instead, you told the judge you were hypnotized. And now it's a national headline, and now three losers are talking <laughs> about you on their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is covering this but us. Cool, man. That's a funny story. Uh, should we hit another one? I think I got. Oh, yeah, yep. sure. For y'all, man. Uh, and we talked about baseball's unwritten rules and i felt that this was just so fucking perfect that it just kind of fell in our lap considering we had a short week and just considering all the shit that happened um if you haven't heard basically uh baseball has shortened their season to 60 games it's already fucking boring 
and a young man by the name of Fernando Tatis. Tatis, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, one of arguably the best young players in baseball right now. 21-year-old is in a game. Uh, they are basically up. His team, the Padres, are up 10-3. And he has a 3-0 count, which means he has three balls, uh, zero strikes. And basically, I guess there's an unwritten rule. It's it's the eighth inning, by the way. Uh, There's an unwritten rule that you're supposed to take the ball and, like, walk, take your base. But instead of doing that, Tadis being the fucking dope-ass motherfucker that he is, launches that motherfucking baseball into the fucking stands for a grand slam to go up 14-3. I feel like he did it. The only sensible thing to do in that situation if I was a baseball player and 21-year-old who liked to fucking play the game. uh, So the, uh, the opposite manager... The opposing team's manager, who's the Texas Crybabies, or the Texas Rangers, uh, was complaining and was visibly upset. Uh, the pitcher, actually, the, uh, I, I don't know if they pulled the guy or he stayed in, th- actually threw at the, his teammate, the following batter, uh, which was is fucking ridiculous. Um, but the, I think the most messed up part about this is that the manager for the Padres actually fucking condemned it like he i guess he was supposed to take the fucking ball or okay. whatever all uh, right i don't know you guys chime it in. sounds it sounds <laughs> like there's a lot of old fogies out there playing baseball right now because one if the bases are loaded and he takes the walk a run is going to score anyway so what what's the difference you're you're not going to win the game and 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 you said it was the eighth inning the eighth yeah, so so what are you, what are you trying to do anyway? It's the eighth inning, so you're telling me what what was it seven to three? Ten you're to telling me you can't score four runs in an inning. Ten to three. Ten to three. So so even then, okay. So so they're up seven. E- either way, like it's not unheard of that you can run off seven runs. Like you're still trying to win the game. Also, this guy probably has incentives in his contract. So if he can blast a pitch out of there. Why the fuck won't he? I don't need any incentive fucking uh, excuse to fucking nail a baseball. First of all, in the middle of COVID, like he, I don't know what the MLB stats are, but I imagine they're shitty, especially considering the NBA's uh, view, viewing viewership is low as well. Like, why wouldn't you fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, put like no one goes there to watch you walk a fucking bases loaded. Stadium yeah, one, nobody. walking people is just boring. So yeah, like, there's that. Two, uh, this kid scored four runs, which is dope. Three, he probably has a certain number that he can hit to get incentives in his contract. So when the manager was like, oh, take this walk or whatever, and he's like, yeah, that's dumb. Like, I don't want to go stand on first base so some other guy can hit. You know what I mean? Like, what? What's <laughs> there? there's no... There's no benefit to him taking the walk he, as opposed to hitting. He's a young dude, and I don't think anybody told him. But more importantly, like, I never... Okay, I'm always on the side of whoever could have avoided... It's not his fault that you guys are getting blown out. Fucking play a better game. All of you play better baseball, and then that won't happen to you. I don't understand what... 
that's this kid's fucking problem that you guys are getting the fucking shit kicked out of you and now <laughs> now you they have the bases loaded all over again <laughs> and he's up to bat that's his fault You're like go fuck yourselves dude yeah and it, it's just and it, well, the thing too is that he got, I guess he got a sign to like not hit a home run or whatever to do something opposite and he didn't do that and so like they were upset about that or blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, his like, manager apologizing yeah. for him is the bitchiest move I've ever oh, heard. Dude, like, that's your team. You stick with your team. <laughs> but also, in the fucking sickest boss move ever, the next day, he comes back and he goes two for five with a stolen base. That's pretty fucking baller. He's a beast. I, I just saw... Uh, it looks like some other players are coming out to support this guy. Yeah, there yeah, I, I so. also was so I was because uh, watching like a baseball like highlight thing, and there were some other. I I, I thought it would be like one like I don't want to bring race into it at all, but like that rule seems like a bunch of old white dudes would be mad about, and so I figured that that's what it was going to be like when I watched TV. Um, but surprisingly, there was one black baseball. I don't know if it was Kenny Lofton or somebody who was like. That's bullshit or something, <laughs> but like, but yeah, but for the most part, like it was pretty much you could tell who was on what side. Like, I, and if you're playing a game to win, it's not that unheard of for teams to come back from down big leads. Like, I don't know what. Say he takes the walk, and then the other team rallies in the ninth for like ten runs. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like what? That that was that's a good point. That was actually in one of the articles that was there. That, um, when he took the pitch, they had like a 93 percent chance of winning, and then when he hit the grand slam, they had a ninety six percent chance of winning. None of which were a hundred percent chance of winning. Right, because there there never is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, and also he. So this is a directional conversation on his side. Why is this pitcher throwing one straight down the middle for him to fucking hit? If you want him to walk so bad, fucking throw it over his head. Like you Intentionally walk him. Yeah, throw it as hard as you can into the stands if you're so cool and you don't want anybody hitting home runs. Because there's an old <laughs> unwritten rule that you're not allowed to hit home runs if you're winning. Today. I'm going to get a strike. I, we, uh, Me and Neil played Little League. Um, oh, and I remember shit. one time uh, the coach told me to bunt. And I tried to bunt, and I missed, so it was a strike. And then the first baseman goes, he's bunting. So I was like, man, I can't bunt now. They know what I'm going to do. So I just fucking swung at the thing and, like, hit it and got thrown out at first, and my coach was pissed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Dude, our coach was super competitive, and uh, I sucked at batting, but I was really good at stealing bases. Like, I'm fast, and, like, I have good reflexes. So he would be like crowd the plate like i would get crazy close to the plate like as close as you can get without the umpire being like get away from the plate you lunatic so like the pitcher had no room to pitch because like they don't want to hit you like my arms are over the plate basically they're also like 10 so yeah and i'm like crouching forward he would be like lean in he like give him as little room to pitch as possible and then they'd walk me and then he would just be like you know as soon as they pitch you go and then but yeah that dude zan he was a good coach he was cool he was oh, no, crazy yeah, he, competitive. He, he was smart. I, I didn't like him because he never played me. Um, he played like some short kid who couldn't catch. That kid sucked. Me. I mean, we had. I mean, yeah, he would give you I, I mean, like, I wasn't, and you would ignore them. And then oh, so 
<laughs> in hindsight, I probably wasn't the best. Uh, there was one time uh, Neil got a bunch of playing time. Uh, I didn't. I sat on the bench, and then he he comes back after like a long inning of like running around or some shit. And he's like, "Where's my Gatorade?" <laughs> Vin drank both our Gatorades while doing no athletics whatsoever, and I was like fucking sweating, dude, because all I would do is steal bases. Like that was my job. And I'll play a, a fucking minute. And I was like sitting there. I was like tired. I was like, damn, man, where's my gator? I was like, did I kick it or something? And then like Vince, a- Vince got two empty ones. And I was like, what the hell, dude? That's funny if they had like a uh, big Gatorade jug and then everybody comes in and Vince just like passed out on the bench with like a bunch of little paper cups around. Yeah. His jersey's all light blue. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but I, like it was a Chicago summer, right? Like right at right on the lake, and it was like ninety something degrees. I, like I was hot sitting on the bench. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink this Gatorade. Fuck those guys. That's <laughs> Woo. Oh man, what else we got? What else we got? All right, I got a short one. Uh, so this lady and her husband were convicted of some sort of fraud about a two hundred thousand dollars scam in West Virginia. Uh, they were convicted, and they were sentenced to uh, to prison. But when they came to get the woman, the husband had faked her disappearance in what the prosecutors called a really bad scheme. So uh, he claimed she just fell off a cliff in West Virginia, and he posted on Facebook like how sad he was. Hopefully they could find her. He put her shoe and like her phone uh, at the base of the overlook, like right by where she would have gone flying off this cliff. Uh, so there's a four-wheeler there, uh, the cell phone, or sorry, just the phone and the shoe. And he was like, oh, I'm hoping, I hope you guys can find her. She fell out, you know. And then they just found her, like, in a closet in a house down the road. And, like, it didn't work at all. But it's just a... Was the crime scene near a body of water? No, I mean, so that's what I was confused about. I feel like this cliff just went down to brush. That's what it said. Like <laughs> The house is at the bottom well, of the cliff. That's where well, they found sir, her. What did you see when she hit the floor? I don't know. She just disintegrated. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, no one can find Thanos her down there. And was over there, and he's snapping his fingers. It just wasn't there anymore. The, the prosecutor was mostly pissed because they had, like, a helicopter and infrared, like, oh. like heat-sensing guns. And they were, like, yeah. searching all up and down the cliffside <laughs> through the trough terrain. And then this lady was just at home watching, like, whatever, The Price is Right or whatever. <laughs> also, like, isn't that crazy how cops will just believe whatever shit you say to them, apparently? Mm, explain, please. The well, search. Like, I see where you're going with it. Yeah, like if if they're like, "Hey, where where's your wife?" He's like, "Oh, she fell off a cliff." I'm like, "Oh, which cliff?" He's like, "Yeah, one over there." And like, I need air support, infrared, uh, a whole team looking for this lady that fell off a cliff, according yeah. to this guy. Maybe well, they I were mean, so maybe they were skeptical, and then they saw the shoe in the phone, and they're like, "Poof!" One of her shoes fell off, and she dropped her phone. Yeah, but that's a pretty solid. Like, what if she was down there and they didn't go down there because they didn't believe them? She was one for fraud, so who cares? No, bro. Man. Hearn's right. That's a if you're the prosecutor and you're like, yeah, fucking right. And then like they're like, and then and then somebody finds her and they're and then they do an autopsy and they're like, well, she starved to death. She had broken legs and she was screaming for help the entire time. <laughs> and the prosecutor's at home and he's like, he spits his drink out and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> like that's 
that's a much worse scenario than wasting support. <laughs> then the prosecutor gets taken to court, and then there's the fucking the autopsy expert, and he's just explaining about how her death was the most excruciating death he could imagine someone having. <laughs> the prosecutor doesn't show up to court. And like, where's your client? And the lawyer's like, he fell off a cliff. Yeah. And there's a park ranger and he's like, actually, she was in a pretty easy spot. If you guys had looked at all, you would have found her <laughs> almost right away. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, man. And then they, how did they know to look at the house, though? So they didn't explain what house she was in. They just said she was found in a closet 10 miles away, which, by the way, that's not how you describe a closet. The house is 10 miles away. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't describe a house at Hearn's house as a 40 miles away closet. I would just be like, Hearn a, also has closets at his house. It's like, a standalone closet. Yeah, she, <laughs> I mean, she was in a closet at Hearn's house, not like she was in a closet 40 miles away. Yeah. But, this no, they didn't say. a closet say. at was the bottom of the cliff. Was it a closet? Did it have mops? <laughs> was it in a Jimmy Jones? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me this time. Jimmy Jones would never harbor a fugitive. It's just a classy joint, fantastic sandwiches. So. Let's get I that Jimmy straight Johns. right now. Don't tarnish the fucking name of Jimmy, of old John, Jimmy John. <laughs> I don't even think they have Jimmy Johns up in West Virginia. I don't uh, know. All right, well, speak, speaking of Jimmy John, I got a story. Uh, Charlotte Hornets on Tuesday suspended their radio broadcaster after he used the N-word on Twitter. Uh, and he claims it was mistyped in a horrific error. So what he tried to say was he tried to say, shot making in this jazz hyphen N-word game is awesome. Murray and Mitchell... Going back and forth, what a game, he wrote. He meant to write Nuggets, and he claims that his phone autocorrected Nuggets to the N-word, um, which I don't believe unless he's texting that word so frequently, his phone's like, don't you mean this? I'm typing Jazz Nuggets right now, and I don't... The yeah, phrase so, jazz nuggets doesn't autocorrect anything. So the, the the reporter who wrote the story even even said that other Charlotte Hornets employees had reached out uh, claiming that their phones did not correct it when they tried to type things. Like they, they tested it out um, over a couple different phones and none of them autocorrected supposedly to the N-word, which I can't imagine any phone would program his phone, autocorrect. His phone learned it and saved it, man. That guy well, says it, it constantly. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the working theory, is that clearly this guy has I been mean, typing the in the way too... The guy's been watching Fox News for months, and he sees riots, and then he's like, these blanks... Or however he fucking types it in his phone. Yeah, the shooting in this jazz N-words game. That dude. Yeah, that the maybe... I don't know why it would populate for shooting, blah, 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 blah. Or like... Nuggets. I mean, I have some theories on how it populates for that. Um, He 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 was suspended. He did come out and make an apology. Uh, He said earlier today, I made a horrific error while attempting to tweet about the Denver Utah game. I don't know how I mistyped. I had and have no intention of ever using that word. I take full responsibility for my actions. 
I have been sick to my stomach about it ever since. I'm truly sorry that this happened, and I apologize to those I offended. I mean, okay. all right, the that only guy. Next step is to say, say Black Lives Matter. If he <laughs> says it, he's good. If he doesn't say it, we fuck him up. That it guy. It auto corrects to All Lives Matter. He's like, ah. <laughs> he should have to be the lead, the star in the next Black Panther movie. That's the only way <laughs> to make up. No, dude. Actually, so I'm looking at my keyboard because I'm I'm fascinated by this race. Oh yeah, game. yeah. The letters. Dude, look said. where the letters are, bro. Yeah. Okay. It's not I impossible you. that you yeah. fat fingered N I G G E R. I'm not. I'm not joking, man. I'm looking at no, it right no, now. Yeah, I could yeah, see that. Dude. Even cor- on a regular keyboard, on a regular fucking uh, desktop computer, laptop computer. Look where the U and the I are. Yeah, it's the QWERTY keyboard. It's the same one on your phone. Like you okay. can totally. Um, Oh, sorry. To know so I, I typed in N-I-G-G um, to see what the options are for autocorrect. Um, and I don't think they're very no, good. Dude, dude, it's not about autocorrect either. It could, Dude, if you're already in and then you're typing fast. Sorry, you sorry, not, not, not autocorrect, uh, predictive text, right? No, 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 not even that. Dude, look, how, look where the R and the T are. Yeah, I don't know, man. And imagine having a couple beers. You're like, fuck it, I'll use the N-word this one time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, imagine if you're fucked up and you're like, yo. Dude, I've been trying to see. You know how many times I've tried to type shit? Can you guys hear me? Types the wrong Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I've been trying to see if. uh, If you're, yeah, dude, I mean. It would autocorrect. That's really. All of those letters are really close. But I've also been doing it in a thread with my boss, which is a really fucking stupid idea. Because. (laughs) If I accidentally texted him just the N-word, like, that would be a fucking nightmare. I got one more. And this one's pretty interesting because I had no idea. You guys ever heard of Sweetie Pies? Nope. So apparently it's a fucking reality TV show on the OWN network where um, they sell ice cream and it's like they they get into the life of the these this ice cream chain but basically the co-owner of sweetie pies was arrested by fbi agents in jackson wisconsin or wherever wherever he's from uh on tuesday in a murder for hire plot that resulted in the death of his 21 year old nephew what two years prior to montgomery's death this guy who's a reality TV star who owns his own ice cream chain took out a $450,000 life insurance policy, naming himself as the sole beneficiary. Norman, the guy, Tim James Tim Norman, the guy who is the co-owner, uh, allegedly conspired with the stripper, Terrica Ellis, to kill his nephew in St. Louis in 2016. He After... It happened, apparently, Norman attempted to take 250000 out. A company in 2015, they basically denied it. Uh, and then in an episode during the sweet, Welcome to Sweetie Pies on, on OWN, they actually, with his mom, who, his mom, I guess, was a Tina Turner backup singer or something, or dancer, and that's that's the main reason, I think, why they were following her. But uh, his, they're shown in an episode visiting the, the scene where Montgomery was killed, where the nephew was killed, and uh, 
the guy, the, Jim Norman's like, yo, I haven't gone through this part of the city, blah, 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 blah. But basically, um, the Ellis, the stripper as known as Alexa, the, Alexis the Great, um, was the one that apparently he called her. Like, they have, like, um, cell phone records of him calling her on the night of the killing and then the ping of near his nephew. Um, overall, just a crazy story, dude. Like, first of all, where was the dad of the nephew? Like, why would – I mean, obviously, maybe he, you know, he was caring for him. But, dude, how, how crazy do you have to be to do something like that? Yeah, so, one, you got to be insane. But, two, can we talk about the idea that you can take a life insurance policy out on someone else and name yourself That was yourself bugging me like crazy. Like, you can name yourself the <laughs> beneficiary? Like, what is that shit? Yeah. Like, maybe, as soon as that happens, how does a red flag not go no, off? No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe company? there already is something that does that. Like, yeah. I, but, like, you shouldn't be allowed to do that, Do you think the nephew knew that, that right? though? Do you think the nephew knew? Does the person have to sign? I would think they'd have yeah, to. Yeah, I think you have to sign. There's no way in hell. Like, but then hey, how did he... Okay, so... It'd the, be like the way minority the articles report, written, like, hey, this guy's about to kill this guy. Let's arrest yeah, maybe, him Yeah, maybe it's the way the article's <laughs> written, and may, maybe the nephew did sign off on it, but, like, the idea that you could take a life insurance policy out on someone else and name yourself the sole beneficiary... Without their knowledge? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of proof you need to provide, or if it's just, like, a signature on a paper, but that could easily be, you know gotten under false circumstances or just forged, <laughs> right? That, like, the lady with the fucking, uh, who was about to go to jail? <laughs> if he also took a life insurance policy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I just don't understand how that's even... Yeah, I don't know how you show up and be like, my 21-year-old nephew, I need like $450,000 of life insurance on him. Like, life insurance is care? like... Yeah. Like, you know, you're providing for your family and you die... So your family's not screwed. Yeah, it's not yeah, like your I, nephew I who does gives you no money ever. And You're like, if he dies, I need old. some money. <laughs> yeah. If he yeah. suddenly dies at 22, I need, yeah, I need I, a bunch of Yeah, I get taking a, a policy out on yourself, right? And then, and then you make sure that your family's okay if, if something were to happen to you. Um, but, like, the idea that I could just be like, oh, I took a life insurance policy out on uh, on this guy that I don't really know that well. Uh, but if... But if he were to die, I'm going to need some cash. Yeah, it doesn't really say, like, how they fucking broke the case. But I imagine it was, like, the insurance company saying, hey, because, uh, you know, they don't want to pay this guy fucking $450,000. So they're probably looking through their shit like, yo, this doesn't seem fucking right. This guy two years earlier takes a fucking insurance policy out on his nephew, a uh, 450K, and then two years later he ends up dead by by homicide? You know, because they, don't they have people to investigate that? Yeah, dude. Insurance companies are, they're out to make money, man. They're not trying to just pay any claim you submit for whatever fucking thing. Yeah. So, especially a homicide. Like, a shooting? <laughs> that's not, that's not something that'll just be like, oh, well, bad luck for us, I guess. Here's your 500 grand. Well, also, too, I mean, there you have the special agents in get, investigating the death, right? So, you have, they're investigating, like, who would yep. shoot this guy? Like, why would... Yeah. Who, that, and Neil makes a good point, right? Like, what is the nephew doing that needs to provide income for the uncle? The uncle killer guy, he uh, he went to prison for 10 years when he was 17. I just saw that in another article. I mean, uh, and also, too, so, like, so my friend actually posted this on Facebook. 
and I mean, I guess it's like a popular show for like uh, um, from like people that watch Own Network. Uh, but like, someone was like, "I would have never thought." And then one of the other girls was like, "Yeah, girl, he used to. He was always trying to make money." And so I was like, "I figured, like, oh, it seemed like he's the guy, was just kind of money hungry, you know." So yeah, I just, I, I just thought there would be more checks and balances for taking an insurance policy out, but I guess not. Nah, dog. You, hell, Neil might have one on you. You know, I got one on everybody on this podcast, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, good, good luck, bro. Good luck. Dude, I don't get – I also don't get when people, like Hearn was talking about on Facebook, I don't get when a celebrity gets in trouble and people are like, what? He seemed so nice. And you're like, yeah, dude, he was on a television show. Like, <laughs> right. You know what you I mean? Like, what it takes to look normal on a television show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody hires you to perform, you're not right. going to be like, oh, man, I'm trying to make a – kind of bang this pillow. And they're like, all right, man, we told you not to say stuff like that. Like this is a show for, <laughs> for families. Like you need to be, I would be the worst reality TV show. Yeah, they would just cut all that shit out. It was probably on the show. Like I'm gonna kill that little nephew, and they're like, "Oh God, come on!" If they edit it out, dude. So the only reality TV show that I really like is fucking Ninety Day Fiance. The other way, not a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, but no, but like apparently I did watch clips of it, and it did seem good. But to kind of plug in Ninety Day Fiance the other way, did you watch the new episode, man? I think so. Bro, I think I'm caught up. Why Which one is, is this? Jin Hoon crying all the time. Ji Hoon. Uh, oh, what the, the when fuck? When the kid ran away. Yo, did you watch okay. That? No, dude. Oh, dude, okay, I can't talk about Okay. That. No, but you said, uh, why is Ji Hoon crying all the time? And then my, uh, my Alexa was like, I don't know that. And it freaked the fuck out of me. Like... I don't know why it's talking to me right now. I don't know. Okay, well, so Neil, so Neil doesn't feel left out. We won't talk about say I did have something that I, I pointed out last time. Um, maybe it's going to change because then now Ricky and uh, what's what's his name, the guy from Jordan, Yazan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How come every time they do a cut to his crib or to like his thing, him and Brittany in Jordan? They play the fucking bad guy theme music from Homeland. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I didn't watch Homeland it's because, so because the producers are awesome. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah. this is going to be hilarious. It's crazy. But now it's kind of changing. Um, but yeah, like that was just like fucking nuts. Also, the fucking translator is still fucking broken. And <laughs> that translator just doesn't work. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Jihoon would be like, I have no money. You can't get a better fucking like sponsor for that fucking interpreter fucking machine that he so, has in his hand. Or you can't get so a real interpreter for the fucking show. So it's weird. It, the, the show's weird to me, right? Because like they must be compensated for their appearance on the show. Right? Oh, they are. And then they're paid they're uh if they're paid a certain amount and if they don't mention anything on like so if they could prove you could prove you didn't mention anything about being together or not, you get more money. Yeah, so like but they're always in like these really shitty apartments. Oh, and I'm like that's because it's reality T V No, I I know I know why they do it, but like in my head I'm like, okay, like clearly they're making a bunch of money just by being on this show. They can afford like 
Jihoon's not as broke as he says he is. Jihoon's rich. rich before the show. You could just tell the way his parents like fucking carry themselves. Yeah, dude. So reality like, TV is staged. I mean, no, no, I know. I just, I don't know why they pretend like people buy into that, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Just give me, yeah. just give me the show with like. Because if it was the real story, it'd be boring as fuck. Yeah, Neat. give me the reality show called Four Guys in a Pillow. And I'm in. <laughs> Today on Who's this Who's this fourth guy? <laughs> you told me you wouldn't be seeing any more guys. Who's this fourth guy? <laughs> they they cut to like the diary room with the pillow. Just doesn't speak. Just Vin covered and in stains. Have agreed to a mutual hookup with the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the the my pillow guy is the fourth guy. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd hang one. out with Mike Lindell. I think he's got some fucking wild stories. Oh yeah, he might have he might have fucked a pillow or two in his day. Dude, if he's smoking crack and letting hogs loose in residential areas, like, and then he has wagons with rotten food he's selling. Yeah, to he counted cards and did a terrible job at it and got thrown physically thrown out of the casino. <laughs> for yelling at the dealer. For... Yeah, he was losing, by the way. He was counting cards and losing and then he screaming was, at the dealer. He was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing in a casino. <laughs> he was mad that his cheating wasn't working. So he made a big scene and then they tossed him out. I counted every one of those cards. I do know how counting cards works with the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Thanks for listening to another episode of High Dork. This has been Vin, Hearn, and Neil. As always, you can hit us up on Twitter at High Dork Podcast. And you can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts from Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We're always there. Have any questions? Hit us up on social media at High Dork Podcast. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button.